I must say, I really felt quite distressed at not receiving an invitation. You're not welcome here. <laughs> oh dear. What an awkward situation. Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is In the Movies. This week we're talking about Maleficent and Disney fairy tale villains. But before we get to that, uh, let's talk about stuff we recently watched and saw and stuff. Yes, we've both done a lot of movie watching. In the yeah, we've both been home a lot. <laughs> home a lot, yeah. So we've had time. <laughs> wow, we're the most boring people. We stay home and watch movies, guys. Well... <laughs> Then we get to talk about them on a podcast, so... True. It's technically, it's all research <laughs> for our... It's a great way to look at wildly it. Wildly popular, <laughs> successful podcast career. <laughs> um, so I watched a lot of TV, too. Or I caught up on, like, this last season of TV, like, Grey's Anatomy and New Girl and Mindy Project and Castle and Elementary and, like... Wow. <laughs> I like, like to everything. save it all up and mm. watch the whole season it's at so, once. It's better like that. The yeah. Storylines and everything's better. like, and it's end of the season. So I was like, oh yeah, I can watch mm-hmm. everything and like knock this all off my to-do list. <laughs> I uh, also have like a TV movie to-do list. Like it, it must oh, be yeah. done at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have like a program on my computer, like it's my library and I keep track of like stuff that I haven't watched yet. Yeah, so do I. Or it's currently airing, whatever. Eh, we're sick of <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we both watched the new Avengers together. Yeah, we went and saw that in theaters, like paid yeah. money. I didn't because I had a gift card. <laughs> I paid money. It's the only reason I went because I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> we are cheap. <laughs> and we loved it. I loved it. Did you love it? I mostly loved it. Any issues you want to get off your chest right now? I have, I have Black Is Widow too many Hulk issues? issues, but other than that, I loved it. So, the, my, I mean, yeah, it's a good. It time. was just a nest. The, I felt good. like that storyline was just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. However, I could get over that easy enough to like thoroughly enjoy the film. So. So that was fun. I really liked it as opposed to loved it, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also went to see Pitch Perfect 2 together. Yes, we did. Because we got advanced screening tickets. So we what? didn't have to pay for that. <laughs> we didn't pay that. Oh. It, was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's definitely not as good as the first I one. I would agree with that, for sure. It's but not. it was still fun because the it was first musical. One had, like, and, yeah. a magic, you know. Yeah, you can't recreate that magic no. with the second one. But it was—I don't know—I I like enjoyed liked, it. It was—it yeah. was a fun like. Okay, I'm not thinking about my issues for yeah. two hours. <laughs> so you you know? have to keep you entertained and yeah. not thinking about your sad life. You got cups. <laughs> yes, and because it was an advanced screening, they were giving away like merch stuff, throwing stuff into the seats, and we each got a Pitch Perfect two cup. Yes, so we can play cups. We song. can. Both of us can play cups. Yeah. Just we could play it like as it's meant to be played, which is a game where you do it and you like pass it on yeah. and go faster and faster. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that before I filled them with water. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know that 
when we're doing this podcast, we're always drinking from our it, Pitch Perfect These are going to be our podcast cups. They're our podcast And cups. we just took a picture with them, so you can see. <laughs> so it's proof. You'll we're not see. lying. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really cool. Uh, a word about uh, advanced screening, if you're wondering. Pro tip, guys. Just Google your city and advanced screening. And I think the site that I found was actually just advancedscreenings.com. Mm-hmm. And you just search your city, and then it just lists other sites that are having contests for advanced screenings. And, and by contest, apply to all of them. By contest, I mean just fill out your information. Yeah, and, and it's then, like a random draw. Yep. Yeah. So, I, we're both doing that now. So we'll see how many advanced screenings yeah. we can get to. They're usually free movies, guys. By advanced, it's like Wednesday, and it premieres on Friday. So yeah. it's not like <laughs> we're not two like, months in advance or anything. Oh, but no. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really cool, and it's fun when you win. And then you get can, there early. Get there early, because there will be a really long line. It was, re- Pitch Perfect was very full. I've been to a couple of advanced screenings, but, like, they, like, brought in, like, fold-up chairs. Oh, yeah, and it stuff. Was Like, it was, I've they never seen them Shoving people that. in there, like, making sure I mean, we no, normally they turn people away. I don't know, maybe they did, and that was just, but, like, we, yeah. we were concerned slightly about our place in line. We end up with good seats, but. Mm. That's yeah. because. We got there, and there was already a really long line. We were an hour early. Like, yeah. We knew we should be an hour early, and there's still so many people already there. We're like, shit, we're not going to get good seats. But no. by the time we got in there, all the fucking idiots go all the way up to the back, and we're like, oh, well, we can yeah. still get our middle, middle, middle seats. Middle, middle. We got them. <laughs> so it worked out just fine. Except all the people stuck in the front got all the good merch because they were just throwing it at them. Well, but then we just got to cups. sit there. Yeah. I yeah. wanted a t-shirt, though. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> the first time I went to an advanced screening, they did, like, a draw kind of thing where they said the random number, the number that was on your ticket, and I won. And it was amazing. <laughs> I didn't get anything good, though, because it was the radio station merch, not movie merch. So I got, like, water bottles and stuff with Kiss FM on it. <laughs> like, super. <laughs> One time, I won a coloring contest, and I was about five, and I got a giant stuffed cat. <laughs> That's about the only thing I've won in life. Talk about winning. (laughs) It was, yeah. It was like really like a giant stuffed cat. Like it was big. It was exciting. (laughs) Okay. What else did you watch movie-wise? I watched all the Twilight movies because I just finished rereading all the books. So I watched all the movies and it was a mixture of like cringing at the cheesiness and the weird... Are the books... I've never read the books. I like the books. Okay. They're better than the movies, definitely. Because, like, I got halfway through the first movie and failed. Yeah, watching it now, I'm like, oh, this is so awkward. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I like the books more than the movies. And, like, I don't love the books, but I like them. And re-re- I haven't reread them. I haven't read them since I first read them in like 2009. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of it was only my second reading, and nice little it was return to yeah. Them. It was like I like the story, but sometimes her writing isn't the best. And by like the fourth or fifth book, or no, there's only four, the third or fourth. <laughs> sorry, five movies, four books. Um, by like. Near the end, I was getting so sick of Bella and Edward just, like, these conversations they have where they're just trying to convince the other one. That like, I love together. you. No, I love you. And they're like, 
They both think they're not worthy of each other's love because, like, oh, I'm a monster, I'm a vampire. She's like, I'm just an ordinary human. <laughs> and this, like, it goes on and on throughout the whole story. I'm like, oh my god, just accept that you love each other. For <laughs> God's sake, you both have such issues. Yeah. So there's stuff like that that's kind of annoying, I'm but just, like... I'm not a big Kristen Stewart fan, so... Oh yeah, she's just... I don't... I'm mixed feelings about her, and she's like really annoying, and when I was re-watching the movies, I was like, oh god, she is really annoying in these movies. <laughs> but, yeah. I like the story, like, learning about, like, the vampires, their histories, and like, what it's like when she becomes a vampire in the end. Yeah. Which isn't as good as the movies. The movies, yeah. And it, well, there's just <laughs> should talked about this like in our first episode. <laughs> um, and then I went on kind of a fantasy movie marathon. I watched Never Was, The Secret of Moonacre, The Golden Compass, The Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, Nine, The Fountain, uh, Oz the Great and Powerful, Malice in Wonderland. All of which I've seen before, but only one time. So this is my, like, I went through all my movies, and I was like, what are some movies I've only seen once that I should either watch again... The Fountain is such a trip. Or I should just get rid of it. Like, the Fountain I love it, but I'm always like, my brain, like, melted trying (laughs) to understand this film. I didn't find it that confusing this time. I love it. I love it. It's very interesting. Mm. So, yeah, what have you been watching? Um, well, uh, I've had a very sore back and mm-hmm. <laughs> thusly have not been up to a whole lot other than TV and film watching of late. Uh, I finished Daredevil. We haven't recorded in a while. I finished it a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really good. You know, by the end he gets his suit, which they didn't do a great job with. Uh, everyone on the internet said the same thing. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm not the only person. Um... And I rewatched Arrested Development while lying in bed. It was mm. good. It was good the first time. It's good the second time. It's good the third time. It doesn't get bad. Um, and then I kind of went on like a. We went. We saw the Avengers in in the theaters, and I went home and I rewatched the first Avengers for funsies. And then I watched Guardians of the Galaxy to get my Infinity Stone history <laughs> in terms of the Marvel film universe correct. Um. I saw Mad Max Fury Road in theaters with the fam. I really want to see it. did a fam jam (laughs) Saturday night (laughs) dinner movie drinks combo. That's nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was my parents and myself and my brother and my sister-in-law. It was excellent. Excellent. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I'm really excited (laughs) to see it. Um, And then I watched... uh, a movie called Love Rosie. It's like a British uh, romantic comedy, which doesn't get very good critical reviews, but I really love it. And it, I don't know. I I don't know. It's about like a girl and guy best friends and then they fall in love with each other. And like, Mm. I have a best friend and he's a dude. We're not going to fall in love with each other, (laughs) but just some of the way like they connect as friends. I'm like, that's, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Big Hero 6, because I'd never seen it. It was cute. It's on my list to see. A <laughs> uh, British film called Tonight You're Mine, which is... Is that the one where they get handcuffed together? Yeah. It's a bit contrived, but if you can get over that, the movie's actually pretty cute. And it was all shot in, like, a weekend at the actual Teen in the Park Festival, which I really... That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I watched The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, both him and her, which is the same story, but it's two separate films. So him is from his perspective and her is from her perspective. And we had been talking about perspective yes. recently, and we we're going to talk a little bit more about perspective in this discussion. It was mm-hmm. it was really interesting because it's not the exact same scenes. It's not mm-hmm. so when you watch both movies, it's not like you're like this is the same fucking movie. It's just mm-hmm. like she's in the other side of the room. It's it's different events over the course of like the same time period, but it's like a couple that was married and something tragic happens, and it's them dealing with it in their separate ways and stuff. It was mm-hmm. it was really. It was good. Interesting. Yeah. They ruined it when they smashed them together and made them so that they could show it at festivals as, like, one film. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. But, yeah. So, it was good. Good. So that's what we've been watching. Yeah, that's what we've been watching. Um, what we're looking forward to are some new trailers that came out that we've seen. I think The Last Witch Hunter looks really cool. What's that about? Oh, we should have watched these together. I didn't. Yeah, we, did. we didn't watch them. Um, I've seen some of the ones you've seen, but um, it's Vin Diesel. Okay, so it's like an action movie, but he's the last witch hunter. <laughs> like he's like a human with special powers, like who has to like fight these evil witches, witches or something. So it's like action movie, but like also fantasy. I don't know. It just looks really badass and mm-hmm. cool. And like anything with witches, what sucks me in. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it looks really cool. Um, what about you? Uh, Fantastic Four, the, like, new, this is our gritty version of the Fantastic Four. Is Fantastic Four DC or Marvel? (laughs) (laughs) Just wondering, because DC is staying serious, and Marvel, like, DC is, like, no comedy I want to say it's DC, but I actually, I honestly don't know. I think it's... Is it Marvel? I think it is Marvel. I don't know. Chris Evans was in the old Fantastic Four, and people were talking about how he's playing more than one character in the Marvel universe. Okay, well then I don't actually know, because I'm not a comic book reader, and I didn't take note at the start of the... I don't know if I had, like, the flippy Marvel thing or <laughs> I think I think I've seen it talked about with other Marvel stuff. Okay. I don't know. It looks like it's a gritty, raw version. Ooh. With the black guy as a human torch, which apparently upset people. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Let him be torch-like. I don't know. What else have you seen? You watched Descendants trailer? Descendants? I saw it too, so. (laughs) It's a Disney Channel movie. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm really excited about. I'm genuinely really looking forward to it, even if it's, like, stupid. Because it's... The children of Disney characters, yeah, like particularly four, Disney villains, four Disney villain offspring. Yeah, like that gets been, sent to the good. Yeah, like offspring the, school. <laughs> the vil, like the children of the villains have to like stay on like this island, and whatever, like Beauty and the Beast. Because that son. won't make anyone evil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just saying. Anyway, it looks really cute and like Disney and fairy tale and like. Disney fairy yeah. tale interpretation. It was like Jafar's kid and like the evil mm. queen's kid. Mm-hmm. And some of the what like the good other kids two? too. Yeah, but what were the other two evil? Because there's the four evil. I don't know. A couple. Evil Snow queen, White, Jaff- evil queen. Yeah, Snow White, evil queen. I think Maleficent. I think Maleficent, Jafar, and who's another Disney villain? We're about to talk about this, and we can't. I think know. Of I don't know who the last one was, but anyway, yeah. 
And then they go to, like, the high school. High school. Oh and all, like, the, there's some good offspring there, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's probably some lesson about, like, don't judge people because their parents are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming, but it still looks cute. I know. It's super cute. <laughs> Uh, so there's that's the range of my movie tastes. <laughs> Vin Diesel and Disney. Uh, yep. Um, I wrote down a bunch of other ones I've seen, but I'm not particularly interested in any of them. Well, every secret thing is Dakota Fanning and some other girl, mm. and it seems really like dark and mysterious. I'm a little interested because it's like they did something bad when they were kids, like they kidnapped. A like little baby when they were like 10 and then like 10 years later they get it or seven years later they get out of jail and there's like more kids missing and they're starting to suspect these like teenage girls and like okay. it's very interesting uh american ultra which they're called it called it a stoner comedy but it's like really an action comedy have you seen it no it's a uh, jesse eisenberg and Kristen stewart i've seen the poster He's, for it He's I like see a, with him, like smoking. And yeah, like he smoke, is a stoner, but, but it's not like a stoner comedy. It's, <laughs> they're very different things. It's like, um, uh, like Lucy or no Lucy. She takes drugs. Um, like he's been like programmed to be a soldier, but doesn't okay. know it. And now he's like things are coming out. And he's running around killing people, but he's still like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so it's action comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we both watched the Gem and the Holograms trailer. Yeah. I have little to no opinion about it. (laughs) Uh, I, like, I remember the actual animated (laughs) Gem and the Holograms Mm -hmm. TV series from the 80s. Um, And I had a friend in university dress up as Gem for Halloween. She was like, I mean, like, I saw, I've seen it, like, a couple times Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. She, like, was hardcore about Gem (laughs) and the Holograms. I did not love the trailer. It's in my... In my opinion, it's the exact same film as Josie and the Pussycats yeah. when they did the Archie Comics band. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really was... I don't know. It was like teenage girls becoming a band I have drama. No, I feel like if... I have no interest. I feel like I, if I did go watch it, it would just ruin a piece of my childhood. So, yeah. you know. But as we say, with adaptations, let that go and watch yeah. the original. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably just won't go see it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so those are what I saw. Anything else? Uh, I watched the Pixar Inside Out trailer, which is, like, emotions mm. in a child's head. I watched it, like, a while ago. I haven't, like, seen the latest one, because I, I wasn't watched it a while ago, too. I don't know. I think it looks cute. And, um, HBO just released the Kurt Cobain montage of Heck thing, which I watched the trailer for a little while ago before it came out, which is... A big deal. My brother is eight years older than me, and Nirvana was, like, his band. Mm-hmm. And I remember the day Kurt Cobain died, because I remember my brother's reaction to it. It was, like, it was like the most horrible day in, it, up in his life up to that point, pretty much. Like, it was, it was devastating for him. So, I'm very interested. Nirvana's a good band, so... Yeah, and then they released, like, an Amy... I guess they're doing, like, an Amy Winehouse documentary, too. Yeah, I saw that, too. And I watched that trailer, because I guess I was in, like, a dead rock star's <laughs> phase or something. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about... The, like, the Kurt Cobain one has, like, the blessing of his of his daughter and everything. Like, she was involved in the project. Mm-hmm. So I always feel like 
more okay about watching documentaries that like the family's like we're all right with this yeah like yeah. <laughs> you know whereas the amy winehouse one the family's like how dare you so i'm really? always like i don't know how i feel about like Aww. watching you know yeah i like her music i don't think i really want to know her like, entire life you know it's just gonna be sad it's just gonna be sad <laughs> the trailer was sad it's just gonna be sad but yeah, yeah. that's it no not a bunch all right, so that's new stuff. What about movie news? We're actually doing the next episode. Yes, I should say every once in a while we're gonna do like a special episode where we're gonna break from this format and just talk about like one thing or like a spotlight on a you know like spotlight on director, actor, director, actor. writer. Something <laughs> <laughs> um, like that. And just like have a kind of more of like a free form discussion for just a whole episode mm-hmm. um so next week is going to be our first so-called special episode <laughs> and we decided to just do a movie news episode because there's so much stuff so much, it seems like and a lot that we specifically want to talk about yeah so it's um, going to be a whole a movie news catch up on your movie news yeah. it seems like right after we recorded uh was it episode three bridesmaids and women in film yes. thing our extra long one so much stuff came out, like, even between recording and posting it. Um, So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of that stuff we want to talk about. Um, So we're just going to do a whole hour of that for our next episode. Um, But for we need a little bit of movie news for this episode, so we just wanted to mention some of that came out, like, right before... Our, that episode of our podcast came out. Yeah, it was is, after we had recorded it, but it was before yeah. it it went up. We have great timing. We try. <laughs> Record <laughs> stuff just before all the good stuff comes out. Uh, anyway, it's called The Make It Fair Project, and a they released... hilariously sarcastic video. <laughs> yeah, there is a video, um, deep, deep sarcasm... Um, yeah, I'm, it's pretty heavy-handed. I mean, it's hard it's to... Hilarious. I love it so much. I do, too. I've seen it several times. Um, the goal of it, they say, um, is, uh, is a call for gender equality in the stories we tell, the wages we earn, and the future we shape. So it's basically about women in film and, um, like, the horrifying percentages of uh, differentiating between men and women. Which, if you'd like to know about, you can listen to episode three, because yeah. <laughs> we so, literally had mentioned, like, all the statistics, and then this came out, and I was like, that's what we're talking stop about! Stop copying like, us! Way to go! Yeah. Um, yeah, and they sing a song. Just, it's a deeply sarcastic song about our uh, women's underrepresentation and Yeah, except they're saying everything. it basically from the opposite standpoint. Yes. Uh, which is, it's only fair that men should have it all. Because yeah. all the statistics they say is like, men only directed 94% of movies <laughs> this year. <laughs> and they only wrote 88% of them. Yeah. Stuff like that. So good. It's um, very well done. It reminds me a lot of um, uh, women's suffrage. When women... <laughs> History lesson. Yeah. When women were trying to get the vote and stuff, they would do like mock governments and stuff. And they would... They would stand up and they would make the arguments that men were making in Parliament from, like, the opposite perspective. So mm-hmm. they would stand up and be like, well, how can we let men in have the vote when, you know, like, they can't even control themselves yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And, they, and it's, like, it's the exact same, you know, strategy that's being used to make it fair. And so I have a, oh, yeah. a deep love of that. Uh, yeah, if you want to watch it, um, as always, there's a blog of the 
blog post that goes with each episode of the podcast. So all the links to stuff is always in there. And the link to that is in the description. So yeah. you can you should watch it. It's or cute. just look ha- and it's, hashtag it's a make couple it minutes, you know, it's not. Oh yeah. And it's a catchy song. It'll get stuck in your head. Yep. And uh, you'll recognize a lot of the women in it. There's just like a ton of like 70 women saying all this stuff yeah. and singing. It's awesome. All right, let's get into it. We've been rambling on about stuff. I know, for like <laughs> half an hour. Okay. Okay. So we're talking you? about Maleficent. Yay. From 2014. Yeah, a recent movie for us. Yeah. <laughs> Our most recent. <laughs> I think so. We're getting with the times, folks. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, all right, so directed by Robert Stromberg. This was his first time directing, but he has a lot of visual effects credits for which makes sense for him directing this particular film as his mm-hmm. first one because it's heavily reliant on good visual effects mm-hmm. and screenplay by Linda Wolverton who wrote a lot of Disney classics like Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King uh, The Last Alice in Wonderland Tim Burton's and she's also writing a sequel to that and she's also writing the new live action Beauty and the Beast so, like, this is her sweet spot. It's yeah. like fairy tales. Awesome. And the cast, you know, is Angelina Jolie, Elle Fanning, Charlto Copley. That's how I say it. Charlto. Charlto. It's not the Sorry, easiest Danish. name. We're, we're working on it. Charlto. Um, yeah. Is it easier with like an accent? Charlto. Charlto. <laughs> I feel like I just offended people now. Okay. We'll just stop. Uh, Fun facts. (laughs) Fun fact, we don't know how to pronounce your name. Did you get these off IMDb? Yep. (laughs) IMDb and uh, Wikipedia. And Wikipedia. That's where I go for my facts. They have fun ones. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) uh, Angelina Jolie's daughter, Vivian Jolie Pitt, plays Aurora when she's like a toddler age. Um, and she was the only kid around on set that, like, wasn't scared of Angelina when she was in her costume, which is nice that she, at least she wasn't scaring her own kids. Yeah. <laughs> at least but they were like, at least they were like, kids. she's still mom. Yeah. I liked it. And Angelina Jolie herself picked Lana Del Rey to sing the Sleeping Beauty Once Upon a Dream. It's one of my credits. favorite Disney songs. I love it like way before the movie came out like the song came out and i was it, just like in love with it i like the Londell ray version but like just in general mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite disney songs i don't know it's well, i it's, liked it the music i don't know where the lyrics came from but the music is like from the original yeah like, ballet right mm, yes I don't actually oh, know, so I'm just agreeing. You sound like you that you sounded like you you felt I pretty sure remember, of that so. i think is um um, I was watching Bunheads, which they do mm-hmm. ballet, and they were doing Sleeping Beauty, which is a famous ballet. And I was like, this sounds familiar. Oh, it's Once Upon a Dream. Yeah. I think well, it makes sense. In yeah. which case, good on you, Disney. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is a really beautiful song. Uh, I wrote in the fun fact that Peter Capaldi was uh, cast as... Maleficent's uncle, but he was cut from the final version, mostly because I'm a Doctor Who nerd, so anything about Mm -hmm. a doctor excites me. But also, so, like, she's a fairy. Mm -hmm. So, like, is her uncle a fairy? Like, would he have been, like, a a fairy king or something? Like, I don't understand. 
I think I don't know. she had an aunt and an uncle. I forget who's going to be the aunt. But, but were they like they would have been fairies? fairies? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm I don't know what like the family but... structure in Fairyland is. I guess. Yeah, she seems to be one of a kind. Yeah, well, and that's why like I was you know because and it's maybe they explain that but they cut it out. She's she's big as a fairy. Like fairies are so often depicted. Yeah, as, everything else as is tiny. tiny except you know those what I mean? like group guys. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> Um, yeah, she is unique because she's almost like human, like yeah. With, except for her wings, she's very human. But I mean, like in general, right? Fairies she's are human are tiny, and, and the rest of the fairies are. Like I guess fairy size. the fairy godmother in Cinderella is human size. Yeah, that's Old. vague again about like a fairy. What she just? I know. I'm just saying. Anyway, <laughs> um. So yeah, they cut out her whole like aunt and uncle kind of story yeah. at the beginning. That's okay. It's okay. I didn't miss it. I didn't know about it. I didn't miss it, right? Yeah. I didn't feel like there's something missing. So there are a lot of, uh, like, themes and metaphors in this movie, (laughs) as is usual for fairy tales. Um, The big one is the rape metaphor, which is when he cuts off her wings. Yes. I think that's very obvious. Yeah. I said that, like... I don't mean it in a bad way. I feel like when I wrote it, it came out kind of bad. I, I was like, it's kind of heavy-handed. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I, mm. it's... I mean, I don't think children would sit there being like, this is a rape metaphor. But, like, I feel like it's very clear for the audience, but... Well, yeah. It's, I mean... Whether it's... It wasn't sexual abuse, but it was no, abuse. No, it was abuse. By someone who she trusted. Yeah. So, like, everything else is there, there to go along with that. So that's very... It is a very heavy thing to put yeah. in a kind of kids' movie. I thought it was good. It's but it's also good to put it in there so that they learn about stuff like that. And don't go crazy with revenge when someone does something to you. Yes. Because this is what um, happens. Yeah, so another theme is her whole revenge. Um, mm. That that's how she deals with her trauma. She takes kind of the dark route and she decides Sometimes to seek revenge. That, you know, you just need to hit a bitch back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to tell the people to not do that, but okay. I mean, if don't you do that, kid. Bitch, <laughs> that, was, takes... that was her approach to it. It's okay, because she <laughs> learns her lesson in the end. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, her reaction to her trauma is to, um, to get control back into her life. Is Which is to... A- yeah. Kind of the yeah, she's had like literally something taken away from her, and also like trust and her power and herself in a way. So her control, well, yeah, her entire identity, right? Like those wings, like they show her flying was pretty much her favorite thing to do in the world. Yeah. also right. Um, way to go, Stefan! You're such a d bag in this movie. <laughs> yeah, so her way of like dealing with that is to kind of get her power and control back and to, like, mirror her abuser. So he does that so he can become king. So she's like, yeah, well, I can be a fucking queen. And now I'm your equals. And now what are you going to do, bitch? And just very eye for an eye. You know, you took my wings, I'm going to take your kid. Yeah. That's not eye for an eye at all, but... (laughs) No, but I just mean, like, you know, like... You took something, like, the most important important thing of mine from me. I will do the same to you. Which... Is a super destructive and unproductive route, but one that, unfortunately, a lot of people take, right? 
Yeah. Not necessarily in the well, now we wings all... for children sense, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's dark. It's pretty dark. It's a dark movie. Yeah. Um, there's a good quote that I just heard the other day, actually, like on a podcast. Um, about revenge, which said, uh, seeking revenge is like drinking the poison yourself and expecting the other person to die. So you're yeah. really not, when you, revenge is really for you and you're just hurting yourself by like lingering on something and making it like take, letting it take over your life. Like already he traumatized you or whatever. And now you're, and now you're letting it consume your entire life yep. and he's just going to go on and be king anyway. So deal yeah. with your stuff different. <laughs> <laughs> The good, the good quote. Mm-hmm. Another theme is uh, family and like adoptive parenting and true mm. love that's found in family rather than the romantic love. I really like that. The adoptive parenting thing, though, like the way that they show um, the good fairies whose names weren't right in this movie. Yeah, they changed it. Um, which upset me. Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether when they were taking <laughs> care of her. I was like, they're really, like, it was almost like child abuse. Like, the... the oh, they weren't taking care of her at all. Inattentive and stuff, you know? It's hilarious. I don't know. I kind of was like, wouldn't they... I think it was weird that after... job. Like, before the christening, um, the human world and the fairy world were separate, like, basically yeah. at war. And, and they came as, like... To offer peace. Peace and offering, like, and they ended up and he caring let, for his, their kid. I know, he's like, he let them come, I was like, that's nice, and then Maleficent comes and fucks everything up, and he's like, fairies, take care of my daughter. Yeah, I, mm, uh, yeah, a little yeah. thin on that little bit, but they, you know, had to make it work. Yeah. That's kind of a major plot point but then, in, yeah. in it, so I guess they couldn't. And then he just loses his fucking mind. Yeah. Um, but I love the, the whole, I love that it starts out with, like, her and Stefan, and it looks like it's going down the road of, like, a romantic boy meets girl, mm-hmm. girl and boy fall in love, love story, and then... It's like a Romeo and Juliet thing, like yeah. different worlds. And then it's so not about that at all. It's no. It's all about family, and mm-hmm. yeah. I love then, that. Yeah. And Maleficent, who's, like, the villain in this, is actually the one who parents this child. This, yeah. And is the best parent for her, while her actual, her adoptive... Parents, parents fairies are clueless. clueless and her <laughs> real and father her mother is a lamp and her father <laughs> is uh like a crazy he doesn't even care about her by no. him. he's obsessed with maleficent yeah he so could he care less he her curse worked so like, consumed by yeah you know like her curse to like take her away from him when she was 16 actually he took her away from himself right away and then because he never knew her she came back and he didn't even care and he just he basically like let go of his daughter himself yeah he could have protected her and still like loved her for the 16 years he had her but this wasn't about his daughter at all it was always about maleficent yeah yeah um and because she's a villain but by the end we learn that she's well the beginning we know she's not truly a villain she's going through a bad time yeah um but despite this bad time and, like, wanting to basically kill the child, she can't help but, like, be curious about it and, um, like, just become, like, let that loving, nurturing person that she was is still there. So she watches over Aurora and, like, takes care of her and she doesn't want to admit to herself or anyone else that she's doing that. Like, no, she, she does like, not want she's like, what? I didn't just to admit to her. herself that, you know, 
She wants to be in that, you know, When she saves her place. from falling off the cliff, she's just like, shut up. Like, yeah. Even... And she kind of... That never happened. Let's just pretend that never happened. Yeah. And I just thought that was an interesting... Um, for her character to give her that depth of, like, yes, she did something evil, and she is kind of evil right now, but she's still, like, the person that she was. At her core, she she's not... She doesn't have an evil soul. She's no. just doing bad things. She is doing bad things, but she's still, like, that... Even though... When she was a, we saw her as a kid, she kind of was almost like a leader, like, motherly, like, she was taking care of everyone, yep. and... She became the protector of the moors. Yeah, literally, so... That's just in her, and she can't bring it to herself to actually kill this anyone. child, yeah. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, I want to say fall in love, but... They do. Know, they do fall they in do love. They do fall in love. It's just not the love that's oh. usually depicted in a movie. Yeah. It's I think something. that's... I mean, like, I'm sure if it... You know, that there's a process of falling in love between a child and parent if it's not, you know... Mm-hmm. I think that's normal. Especially if it's, like, an adoptive child. Yeah, and she's older. Mm-hmm. She wasn't raised by Maleficent, no. but she feels that connection. And they even, like, I mean, they show them, like, kind of, like, hanging out, but not really hanging out. Yeah, she's just, like, are running around while Maleficent watches. And that's the kind of sweet kind of parenting, parent-child relationship that they have. Yeah. That she's, like, I love you, fairy godmother, because you're my fairy godmother. But we're not, like, friends. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but they, like truly like care about each other it's just so sweet so sweet um any other themes that we want to talk about um no i don't really have themes whatever my um the casting of um in particular maleficent and king stefan and the makeup that they did was like phenomenal Mm -hmm. especially king stefan when anyone like i'm like he looks like the like the Disney yeah. version, it's almost creepy. Like I'm looking, I actually looked up. Um, I that's not even his right name. That's a spelling mistake. Charlotte. Charlotte. I'm working on it. Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, like his picture, like just just without makeup and stuff. He kind of like you can see like the look, mm-hmm. but they they did such a good job. And um, Angelina Jolie, like I know. She talked about how she, like, grew up with the Disney movies and stuff, and so, like, she mm-hmm. really based her Maleficent on the animated Maleficent, and the voice in particular. It's it's when she says, um, a grand celebration for a child. It's, I'm like, that's the voice. Like, you're mm-hmm. doing it perfectly. <laughs> so, that made me happy of a lover of the animated version. Yeah, I like that. You can see the, the part that was like a literal overlap, like the christening yeah. scene. They really tried they, to match it very carefully. Yeah, they did it, and I like how a lot of like the things that you look at her and it's like her evil staff. It's like she came about that in such a natural way. It's like mm-hmm. after her wings were cut off her back, yeah, she couldn't walk super great the next morning, mm-hmm. and she got a walking stick to help her. Like it, her. How she kind of became this evil-looking creature all happened very, like, normally, like... Mm. And, like, her horns. Sense. I'm pretty sure in the animated, it was just meant to be a sort a of... A headdress type Like, of that kind of hat was yeah. her, but they made it, like, twisted because she was evil. Yeah. So they're like, oh, she's a fairy. We'll make her a fairy with wings and horns. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. I know. I liked it. Good job. Mm. Um... They have Groots, so I was excited. <laughs> I know they're not called that, but I was... What are they in Lord of the Rings? Ents? 
Yeah. They're Groots now forever okay. for me. <laughs> it's just, it's an easier word. <laughs> they can still kick ass in every movie that they're in. Trees, apparently. Like, don't fuck with the trees. Don't fuck with the trees. In any fairy world. <laughs> um, uh, and then, yeah, just, I, I like the kiss at the end. Yeah, the whole family love instead of yeah. romance. That was, like, the best. That's just, like, the perfect thing to add to this, like, really nice Especially because, like, it always, like, I don't know. I guess as a kid it didn't bother me, but as I get older and more jaded, I'm like, okay, you're, like, 15 and you just met this guy, like, in a field. Like, Kiss of True Love seems a little ridiculous. So, I like that. It was done um, shortly before that on TV, on the Once Upon a Time series, there was... A similar thing where it was like a mother woke her son with a kiss of true love. That's nice. We're expanding so, our we're idea expanding of love. expanding our idea of love, apparently, in this society. It's about time. Yeah. Um, a couple other themes and things. Um, just that the fairy world versus a human world are kind of obvious. Like, fairy world is socialism, no leader, peaceful, democratic. Mm-hmm. And the human world is the human world. Capitalism, <laughs> anarchy. Uh, materialism, uh, King Stefan, uh, his story is kind of the American dream, like the rags to riches kind of thing. He's very ambitious. Yeah. And he will do whatever it takes to get there, as we see yeah. by him cutting the wings off of his, at that point, friend. Yeah. Well, they hadn't been friends in a long time. He yeah, I know, but even left still. her for his ambitions a I mean, long I guess it, it... He didn't kill her, though. No. Great. <laughs> I think she would have preferred that, actually. I'm like, what? The best thing we can say about you is that at least you didn't kill her. Like, you just maimed her and basically raped her. Like, gets her wings back. Yeah. That's nice that he kept them for her. She just had a Red Bull, you know? She would have been Oh, fine. my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That would be such a weird mashup. Um, <laughs> so, I really loved this movie. I really love fairy tales in general, and, oh, here's where I wrote that thing. Um, (laughs) We were discussing this before, and I was, like, talking about something. I feel like I wrote this down, or did I just say it in my head? Mm. Um, So this story is, like, a great exercise in learning to see a situation from both sides, which we kind of talked about perspective before. Mm -hmm. Like, no villain is ever truly evil. Not if they're a good one. If they're a good representation oh, like, of a... I, I, I didn't mean, like, a... <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean... I mean, like, a good bad guy. I don't mean, like, a good as in, like, uh, yeah. altruistic it's... or anything. I mean, like, a good representation of a bad guy is never... Yes. If, yeah, if a character is just <laughs> evil for the sake of just to be evil... As boring. Like ...for the protagonist, um, they're just very flat and unbelievable... Which, frankly, like, a lot of the old Disney villains are. Yeah, so it's but interesting you're also back and... eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the best villains are ones that you can see that they have motivations and they have yep. a life. Agreed. Otherwise, you're just like, this thing is just evil for the sake of being evil and we don't learn as much. Um, but, yeah, I love fairy tales because um, they're so... They're actually very, like, bland, basic tales. They're very little, like, descriptive writing, and there's very little dialogue or character development, because they're just there to tell their moral of the story. They're just there to, like, make this point. So, um, you just get, like, and then this happened, and this happened, and this happened. So, you can take that and just 
go with it in so many different directions and bring out different characters that you're interested in and give them the motivations that are not described in the tale and go friggin' nuts with it. Yeah, everyone can put their own creative spin on it. Yeah, like, I don't think I'll ever get sick of, like, people doing fairy tale movies and stuff because no, I there's love them. so much. You could tell the same, like, you could tell Sleeping Beauty or whatever again, and it could be totally different. From King Stefan's point of view. Yeah. Maybe there's more to his side than we know. I don't, he's just a You could tell it from the three good fairies' point of view. Yeah. Or you could just, like, how would How would you feel if suddenly you had to raise a child? I think we both know how to feel about that. Yeah. I would not offer that to him. <laughs> Neither would I. I'd be like, you take care of her. We'll, I'd be like, no, no, we'll you do really with, don't. We'll want work me. on like a reversal curse because we're fairies. You just take care of your, yeah. you. Yeah. Keep her here. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it's, it's common of morality tales, which fairy tales are mm-hmm. not to be like descriptive writing. Yeah, because they just want like a cut and clear, like this is right, this is wrong, this is the lesson. And Susie if had, gave all the characters depth, then things would get complicated. Exactly, because then there's like, yeah, but, and you shouldn't be able to say that with a morality tale. Yeah, <laughs> she did this bad thing, but she's actually yeah. did this good thing, and like stuff like that. No, it's a good point though. I never really thought about that. <clears throat> yeah, so we both really love fairy tales. Yes. Right, so on to our final things about the movie. We've been doing the Bechdel test. Yes. Which I had an idea that we should change it from just a pass or fail because we kind of feel like that's not enough. We we're always, saying, always say technically yeah. a pass. That word has come out of our mouths so much, <laughs> but we don't feel like it really holds true to the spirit of the Bechdel test. Yeah. So first I thought, well, we should do like a graded system. Like just passing would be like a B because that's average and then we could go higher or lower. Mm-hmm. Um, then I found this really cool post on Tumblr, where all great things are found, <laughs> um, that describes or uh, links to several other sort of female representation tests or things for movies. Yeah. Um, we've got the Bechtel, which is two or more named women talk to each other about something other than a man. Yes. Um, that's the one, like, pretty much everyone knows. Yeah, that's a common one. It's the most common, I'd like say. Like we say, that doesn't really give us much in the yeah. way of female representation. And it, it's, it's really, like, on a scale, like, okay, but what does talking to each other mean? Does that mean one line? Does that mean a conversation? Does that mean it yeah. gets, so... That's why pass-fail is not good enough. It's a bit of a sliding scale um, with that. All right, so there's some other ones. The Mako Mori, which is from a character from Pacific Rim, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen either. I want to, but I haven't. Um, so that rule test, whatever, is um, at least one female character with her own narrative arc that is not about supporting a man's story. This passes that. Yeah. Um, do you want to say <laughs> <laughs> The next one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Tish found these, so I've been, I, I was reading them and they, this is my favorite one. <laughs> uh, the sexy lamp test. Which is a female character that cannot be removed from the plot and replaced with a sexy lamp without destroying the story. <laughs> like, uh, who, who was it you mentioned? Uh, oh, the queen. The queen, King Stefan's wife. Yeah. She has, like, one line. Which <laughs> she, could, he could have said that. He could have said, she could just be a sexy lamp. She could lamp. have just been a sexy lamp <laughs> beside him on the throne. Yeah, I um, love that. So that's a test of, like, 
a woman actually having any sort of character or actually any important lines or developing a story or her own story. It's like she's just, just literally just there to be sexy. A piece of furniture, yeah. Um, Although, it, when I think of a sexy lamp, all I think of is the leg lamp from a Christmas yeah. story. That's what I was, I was like, is this what that's is about? That what that but okay, no, I'm glad to see it's not just where my head yeah. Um, and then there's one called the antifreeze, <laughs> yeah. which, um, comes from, I don't know, there's a long story about it. Again, links in the description. Um, something about how women are just like assaulted and stuff and then they're chopped up and put in a freezer. <laughs> so that's what's called the antifreeze, uh, which is no woman was assaulted, injured, or killed to further the story of another character. So Maleficent was assaulted. But I feel it furthered her story more than his because the whole movie was her story. Yeah, it was part of his story and something he needed to do for like his ambitious life. But well, I feel like if the movie was being told from his point, it, like from if if it was the same events, mm. but it was being told from his point of view, it wouldn't pass that because no, it was pretty monumental to him advancing. But because it's told from her she side, just been an extra, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately that happens a lot in movies. Yeah. Like, the woman's like... It's going to be an interesting thing things to happen. look at, for yeah. sure. Um, and then the last one is, uh, Strength is Relative, which is, says, Complex women defined by solid characterization rather than a handful of underdeveloped masculine-coded stereotypes. So, I interpret that as, like, when they put one girl in a group of guys and make her, like one of the guys yeah. like she rides motorcycles too and she knows how to like fight and like she likes sports and drinks beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like they call her a strong woman i know it's so funny i'm like i like sports and drink beer i'm really girly <laughs> yeah but like they throw on like half-ass like masculine so-called things ridiculous. on women and then call them strong female characters because they're doing what men can do like fuck you um <laughs> So I How found about this... you doing what women can do? Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so I found all these and I thought maybe we should just incorporate all of them into some sort of like a female representation grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going to do each of them individually. No. But just well, if unless cons- they're particularly, I guess, applicable to a, a movie that we do. Yeah, I just don't want to go through like But we're not going to go through them every different... <laughs> Just kind of we'll like give an a, overall grade. <laughs> yeah, because like we said, the Bechdel test isn't enough. We want to just... It's just... It's more ways that you can take into your life and look at a film through these different perspectives. Yeah, of all the ways you could, like, grade, like, review a movie or, like, pick it apart, like, female representation as something we definitely want to talk about for each and every movie. Yeah. So this is how we're going to do it. <laughs> just, like, a female representation thing. Grade and what did you grade it? I gave it an A, <laughs> and I agree. Yeah, I think it passed like all those tests. Yeah, it. I mean, I wouldn't give it an A plus. It's just it's but... a movie about a woman and you know raising um, a daughter in a way, and like mm-hmm. it's it's it doesn't have any issues in that area. Yeah, I don't see any. Yeah, the man was definitely secondary <laughs> in the story. Yeah. So, female crew tally. Female crew. My favorite named portion of our. <laughs> I can't think of a better name. I know there is no better it's name. Tally. We're not converting it into like percentage. No, it's just... Female crew fraction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, female crew was three out of sixteen. 
Uh, one was the writer that I mentioned, uh-huh. and two were the producers. As we know, it's not surprising, because as far as jobs for women, producers was the highest. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're also changing how we do, like, ratings. Yeah, because... We figure if you're listening to this, you've probably watched the movie, and if mm-hmm. not, now you don't need to, because we've just talked about we've the whole movie. We've just ruined it for you. <laughs> so, um, we're no longer going to necessarily... Before we were kind of recommending, like, oh, watch, watch this if you this. like this kind of movie, yeah. but it's like, the point is that they've already, they've seen, already seen it. <laughs> so we're no longer going to do that, and we're sorry it took us, like, five episodes to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> you're growing with us, isn't this fun? <laughs> um... We will give, I guess, a basic like or dislike, and we'll give you what other people in the world think based on um, some ratings from Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think Rotten Tomatoes is the most popular. I think so it makes the most sense. Plus, they do a critics and an audience. Yeah, number. IMDb had that too, but it looked about the same, so okay. we'll just do one. Anyway, so yeah, ratings, I hate giving things like four out of five stars or something. So, we're just going to use our words we, yeah. and say, <laughs> I'm going to say I really liked it. I'm biased because it's fairy tale, I guess. But, honestly, like, it's a, a good movie to me. It's something that I watch and I don't get distracted by anything else. Like, I'm totally in the story. And there's also nothing about the movie, like, technical things that distract me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the special effects don't look that good, or what's happening, there's a big plot hole here, that character is stupid, what's going on? There's none of that in this movie. Like, I followed along the whole thing, it looked beautiful, I liked uh, Angelina Jolie's portrayal of Maleficent, and, like, her story, and thumbs up, I guess? (laughs) I concur. <laughs> it was um I thoroughly enjoy it. I agree. Like I can always tell if I really like a movie because if I don't I'll be like, "Oh, do I have a text message?" or like as soon as my brain does something else, I'm like, "Okay, there." Even if I like it, I'm like, "This obviously I'm not like in love with this movie mm-hmm. because my brain is not fully engaged." Yeah. Um it's it's really good. The the CG like the special effects is wonderful in this film All too. All those little creatures are so I cute. I know. And they did it's it's a very like full world, like, rich-looking mm-hmm. world that they created. They combined the CG in the real life. Yeah. Very yeah. Well. And I thought, like, the story was, was really compelling. So, yeah. Good job. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which I've never really been interested in, like, percentages, like, what people, mm-hmm. reviews of other people, because I just want to decide what I like person, it. person, because I generally read them and disagree strongly. <laughs> Well, that's why I I don't care, because I don't care what other people think. I just want to know if I like it. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was interesting that Rotten Tomatoes has their main score that they'll, like, other people will quote or whatever is what the critics are saying. But there's also an audience score. Which which I, yeah. It's interesting. Doesn't that seem more important? Yeah. Like, like, that's like an average person who's just going to the movies. Not picking it apart like a critic would. So... So anyway, uh, for Maleficent, the critics gave it 49%. Boo, critics. You're but wrong. the audience gave it 71%. Yay, audience. That's... I probably would have given it, like, A little 80. higher. Yeah. I probably would have been, yeah, between, like, 75-ish. Like, a little higher, but not, like, a ton higher. Yeah. Like, a solid... I don't know. It's not, like, an <laughs> A movie for me. I can't... I don't know. I liked it. Uh, yeah. That's my answer. I like. I this said, is I why we like... don't rate things because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I liked it. 
All right, so now our discussion, continuing on from Maleficent, a Disney fairy tale villain. We want to talk about other Disney tale, Disney tale? Disney tale villains. Disney tale villains. You're with us. Um, <laughs> because um, I'm interested in this whole thing. Well, they're remaking some of the movies. This is like a different version. Yeah, they and just the did Cinderella and doing Beauty and they're the doing Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Like, it seems to just be like cool. live action Disney films and like... Di- Disney stories that have, like, a slightly different spin is, is mm-hmm. becoming hot. Yeah. But like I said, I love fairy tales, and I'm always interested in, like, retelling them. They're so them. much fun. So <laughs> that's part of the reason I love Maleficent. It was like, yes, let's hear this story from a different person. That wasn't yeah. just the You're story. You're not just redoing it. From a different person's point of view. It was a different story that kind yeah. of overlapped with that story. Anyway, so we want to talk about villains. Yes. Um, so we'll start with Disney fairy tales that have, like, the obvious villains that you've probably already heard about. They're probably on that show, Once Upon a Time. That has which, every... oddly ap- enough... Apparently yeah. has every... Yeah. I've seen They've some even of added it. Frozen. Like... Yeah, that seen... Yeah, well, pub, you know. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so Disney that they were just adding every single new Disney character. <laughs> apparently, yes. Um, but yeah, oddly enough, I love fairy tales, but I've not got into that show. I think I watched, like, the first episode to t- try it out, and I wasn't into it. Mm. I think maybe because there's too much crossover. They're just creating this weird, like, fairy tale world. It is all... a different world. It's not separate stories. I've seen yeah. um, enough of it that I know, like, yeah. They do go to Neverland at one point. I think it's, it's really too much. boring in Neverland, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just too much for me. I want, like, the individual tales. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Start with Snow White. Snow White. Makes sense. It was the first one. Very first Disney fairy tale. Um, So the villain that is just, I think they just call her the evil queen. She doesn't even get a name. She doesn't have a name. So I was talking about those two-dimensional evil characters. We didn't, yeah. So we've seen a lot of Snow White remakes, but they're all still like Snow White's story. And we see a little bit more of the evil queen, but... Not, mm. like, her backstory. I'm kind of interested in, like, how she became so vain. I mean, it's probably the same as, like, people today. Like, social pressure. Or, like, in that time, maybe it was just, like, her parents telling her that it was really important to be beautiful and get married and that kind of thing back in those days. Yeah. And she just, like, maybe she got rejected once and, like... Like, Has even though I'm beautiful, you Well, yeah, like, even though I'm beautiful and I've been told that's the most important thing, you rejected me, and so she became, like, obsessed with beauty and youth. Yeah. That's my theory, I don't know. Guys. I, I'm gonna uh, write my own backstory. I mean, if it came out, I'd watch it, but I, it's not the, it's not one that I'm, like, overly... I love Snow White, but I don't know about... about it. The Queen. I think it would be interesting... I could pass, I could pass on the Queen. I feel like there's other ones I want to see more. I think it would be interesting if they did it from her view... And they included all of the attempts on Snow White's life. Like, she actually tried three things. Yeah. That would make it a little more interesting. But, like, I don't know. She has to be pretty terrible. <laughs> I feel like even from her perspective, there's not a way to make they her can make it like super, a like, <laughs> altruistic like, or anything. Yeah, I don't see them, like, having some she's, redeeming thing. Yeah, like, she's I don't think she's going to be redeemed. No. But I think there's but a maybe you could make became... it a little bit more understood. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just make her, like, literally, like, mentally insane. Like, crazy, <laughs> yeah. obsessive. Like, she is, obviously. And, yeah. And, like, how she got there. And how she married this guy. <laughs> yeah. If she's so fucking crazy. Um, 
So, Cinderella. Yes. The evil, the villain, not so obvious, but the stepmother, stepsisters are like the bad guys. They're the bad guys. They're not like an evil witch or something. Well, that's what I found interesting because like a story from that side would be just like, it would be a human story. It would be a character development story because she's she's not an animal. (laughs) You know, it's not Scar or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's, she's not magic. (laughs) You know, she's a woman who, who married into this blended family and then the father died and she's stuck with this extra kid Mm -hmm. that made it sound very (laughs) but i mean so it would be it would just be like a lot more relatable in terms of yeah i think they can even do that like and make it modern they could because that's an issue that a lot of people i think go to go through (laughs) um the whole like blended family thing and sometimes you know the step parents don't like the stepkids yeah so i don't know i think that could be an interesting a very you could do something interesting with that very unfairy fairy tale yeah just for a really sure human, yeah it really is not it's tale. not much of a it is a human tale there's just happens to be a magician halfway through who makes her a pretty dress you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> but again if you're seeing it from their perspective that's not even a part of their story no. they're just like what cinderella how, how did she do? get to the ball though Mm-hmm. How did well, you they don't get know. here? I know. It could they could turn it into like a mystery? Mystery. <laughs> they investigate. It's a gumshoe, like. <laughs> okay, here's very our... different movie. Suddenly, <laughs> we're kind of going through uh, chronologically, but this one is yeah. our favorite. Uh, yeah, The Little Mermaid. It's, it was my favorite Disney movie as a kid too. So I think it was the Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beauty Beast and the Beast. Yes. Um. Well, they were they were our our specific time period of Disney, right? Like Little Mermaid through like Aladdin, like those. I guess I'm looking at the date. Little Mermaid was the year I was born, so I don't think I like popped out. I didn't know, but like you know what I mean. Like it was one of the more. They would have been on TV a lot when I was a kid, so that's why. Because I never owned any of them. Um, Anyway, Little Mermaid, Ursula. We are fascinated with Ursula. It's the one we both said. The most separately <laughs> that we want, we want to see this movie. Someone done. please make it, make, make it, it really good, so we're not disappointed. Because in the Little Mermaid, it's hinted at a history with Ursula being powerful. Yeah, and like part of like the the court or the mm, palace system yeah. or something. I think it's is it. Did I just make that up? There's something about her and Triton. Yeah, um, whether. Maybe there were like yeah, like a council or something. Yeah, that I don't her know. Off and he took over. I think there's some there's bad stuff going on with him too. There's something. I think he's so like too. an all powerful ruler. You don't get there by being nice. No, you know what I mean, <laughs> he only has daughters. What does he do? Get his any 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 time a boy is born. Like that's funny because he doesn't want to have a son to like try and get the the crown from him before he's uh, real. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that Triton. <laughs> There's okay. something there. Yeah, we're both really... In- I'm really interested because she's, like, obviously she had power and she's, like, outcast now and she's trying to make her own little kingdom yeah. kind of, of power over what she of can have power people. over. Yeah, she's got her <laughs> eels and her souls. Like, she's trying to get her power back. What more do you need in life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I... I... It's the one that I'm just... I think would be so... Mm-hmm. They need a lot of good CGI, though, because she is half octopus. Yeah, and it's all underwater. Yeah. 
So there's they that. Did, they but... did it good. It would be so. It could be so. Maybe beautiful. it's not all underwater. King Triton is super against the human world. Maybe something <gasps> happened. Okay, now I'm getting excited. <laughs> Let's just write this ourselves. Yeah, we'll just go we'll make sell a movie. it to Hollywood. Someone will make it look really good, or they'll ruin it and we'll hate. And then we'll buy a new microphone. <laughs> yeah, then we can buy a second podcast. And we'll... Okay. This, this is uh, a yeah, success story. I <laughs> heard it here first, folks. I really want, I really want Ursula. Mm-hmm. Next up, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> less excited. Um, less obvious villain. Yeah. At first, it's, it's like the not beast. as typical Disney like one bad person ruining a little girl's life. No. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got the Beast is going to present it as a villain role, but as we get to know him, He's not we get the backstory villain. and he becomes not a villain. Gaston is just an asshole. Yeah. I think he's generally grouped with the villains when I people think put he the Disney is, villains together. But, cause, well, because he tries to kill... But I mean, like, to be fair, if there was a Beast living outside your town, I could understand town fear. Yes. Kill what you fear. Fear of the unknown. But, uh, like... I don't know. Gaston, He's just. I don't yeah. even have time for him. We don't need a backstory for him. He's just, like, the epitome, he's, like, a humanization of the patriarchy and all of, like, the horrible... He's a douchebag. Yeah, he is. He's the patriarchy. He's like, like oh, everyone says that I'm handsome, so I deserve everything in life. Yeah. Bow down to me. Yeah. Let me subject you. So... <laughs> Women should be seen and not heard. Oh, God. So we're more interested in the witch who cursed the beast. Beautiful. She revealed herself to be a beautiful enchantress or something like that. With the stained glass. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I want to know, like, what her deal is. Like, does she go around cursing rich assholes all the time? Or... Yeah, that's that's <laughs> just a gig. She, <laughs> she just made an exception for him. Like, what did he do that was so bad? Well, and, and like, that, what's her issue? That would be a hard thing because... As Prince Adam, you don't want him doing something so horrible that it's, like, unredeemable because you know that Belle falls in love with him and everyone mm-hmm. likes Belle. And if, if he did this, like, really monstrous thing, you'd be like, how... I understand that he didn't do it in your time, but, like, if you ever learn, like, how could you be with him? Yeah. So it'd have to walk, like, a really fine line, especially if they tried to make the Enchantress, like, the protagonist. It would be an interesting... Yeah. I don't, I, th- I don't think he did anything. I think they just mentioned, like, how he was, like, living his life and being he, an asshole. Yeah, because he was rich, privileged. He was a, he was a, he was a bit of a spoiled brat. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't make you evil. It just no, makes you not like, like, like most people in the world. I, I think it would be interesting to give her more of a story of, like, maybe that was not her first interaction with him. Maybe yeah. she, like, she worked with him, like, for him or something, and she saw his horrible life and, like... Yeah. became powerful or something and chose, like, to do that to him with her power. I think there's there's a something there. potential for a story there. We don't quite have that one scripted out yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that one next. Um, Aladdin. And Jafar. Clearly the bad guy. <laughs> Clearly. But also, clear, like, very two-dimensional again. He's yeah. Just I... Very typical. He's just power-hungry. And he yeah. does what he does. I don't really... I mean, like, I, I feel like that one's pretty cut and dry. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't care. Um, you mentioned in your notes, like, looking at 
the genie story. Yeah. <laughs> I always had a slight issue with that because I'm like, once Aladdin wishes you free, couldn't he do that for his first wish? Because then you're not a genie, but you're still magical and you could grant him whatever. Yeah, if you deemed it, if you deemed it like a worthy thing, you wouldn't mind like doing him a favor and helping him like save Princess Jasmine. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like there's a little bit of a, a plot issue there, but you know, it's a personal thing. Yeah. I think. Uh, genies in general, like whenever they're in a store, are interesting because they're kind of you have to be very careful with your wishes. Yeah, and... it's very careful what you wish for a story. Yeah, and like they get passed around, so like they've got stories. They're really old, oh, and they've yeah. met a lot of powerful, horrible men. I'm sure um, a genie would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like what? What do free genies do? What does he do after? Well, but yeah, I'm I'm interested. I mean, Aladdin isn't like Aladdin like his only friend, or like do genies have like Congress and they like get together? Yeah, that's why I'm wondering. Like, he doesn't really have a life, so what is he? And he's not like in a human body. He's still like in a weird genie state. Yeah. Does he still have his powers? Well, I assume he could so. rule the fucking world. Yeah, because afterwards he's all like <laughs> still being weird and turning yeah, and like you know making things appear. And that's why I'm saying like what. Well, if you and Aladdin are getting along, like, if he just wished you free, you could still, like, help him out. Is Maybe Aladdin was cautious because he knows genies are tricksters. And he couldn't, until they, like, I got guess. together and saved Jasmine, he couldn't be sure that the genie would help him. I suppose. Something to think about before we write that script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a couple other ones. Princess and the Frog and Tangled. We didn't really have big opinions. No, this. we've both seen them. Once or maybe twice. The villains are not interesting we enough, just, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not our sweet spot of Disney. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk Disney, not fairy tale, fairy tale, not Disney stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> right, so those are Disney fairy tales. Yeah. Um, the only one I thought of that wasn't really a fairy tale but still had a villain was The Lion King. Yeah. With Scar. Obviously, there's some, like, childhood trauma there. Yeah. You said they reminded you of Loki and Thor. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're brothers. One goes evil. One's good. But, like, the good one gets the power, but the evil one wants the power. Well, I said, like, they they probably had, like, a very Odin father who was mm-hmm. like, I am going to pitch you against each other from birth because only one of you can be king. <laughs> I was and like... Possibly, like, Scar... How is that not gonna <laughs> come about? Well, he has a scar on his eye, okay? Yeah, but also he's, like, has, like, black... I'm just saying, like, Loki wasn't technically even their son. Like, yeah. maybe there's something like that with Scar. But with the Scar, like, is that, like, a nickname? No. <laughs> <laughs> or did his first parents, like... Did he have the Scar, like, really early to birth? So they were like, oh, we'll name him Scar after Scar. Or did they name him Scar and he received a Scar, which is just... Mufasa and Scar. You know. <laughs> Mufasa means king. Yeah. So, like... I feel like that's unfair. This is unfair destiny. Parents are just mean. Maybe we need a backstory (laughs) of like Mufasa and Scar's kids and their family issues. Yeah. Is that already one of the sequels? I I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. That would be interesting. Either way. How Scar got a scar. I'm sure he like turned bad or like what's always bad. Got into like a scuffle. Did his hair (laughs) start does he dye it? Maybe. To look more evil. He's just like, oh, I got black like, hair, I'm gonna skinny, be evil. Like, eat, dude. It's just typical, like, villain thing. I know. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I'm alright with God. that, I guess. And then there are some fairy tales mm. that Disney hasn't 
done yet. Yeah. And by fairy tales, I'm including things that are not technically fairy tales. They're books, but we'll group them together. We're going to stick them in here. I won't rant about that now. No. Um, so Red Riding Hood as the wolf. Yeah. I actually, um, I read a book when I was, <laughs> I was like, recently they've been doing a lot of like villain stuff. Okay. It wasn't recent. I was in like grade four and I read <laughs> I a book that. and it was called The Wolf. Uh, the wolf story, what really happened to Red Riding Hood or whatever. And it was, like, the first, like, alternate perspective type mm-hmm. of thing I ever experienced. And it was, like, my favorite book. I read it, like, a bunch of times. And it was all about, like, it was his side of the story. And he was actually not a bad dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that was, yeah. I think I remember that when I was a kid. That or, like, the wolf and the pigs one. That was one, too. Told from the big bad wolf. Yeah. Ride. Um, I just said I'm not really interested in, like, the wolf, but I'm interested in, like, red, like, a red revenge story. You could do, like, a really, like, awesome, like, chick assassin red revenge. Like. Yeah. To be honest, like, sometimes I write, like, movie ideas, and that's one of my movie ideas yeah. is, like, red grows up and, like, it's a whole thing. I'll tell you later. But, <laughs> but yeah, Don't the give wolf it away, itself, um, like... It would have to be, like, not actually a wolf, but, like, I don't know, like, why... Maybe it would be interesting. I haven't thought about, like, why the wolf would do that. Yeah, I don't Eat know. grandma dress up as grandma. It's one of the more, like, less believable things to recreate of, like, a wolf in grandma's clothing. I and agree. she's like, grandma, you look different. Like, are you blind, kid? Like, it's a wolf. Yeah. All right, Wizard of Oz has been retold a lot of times, um... For example, Wicked. Yes, which I both read the book and have seen the play on stage. And they're actually different stories. Mm. The book is a lot more about the Witch of the West or Alphaba than they talk about the Witch of the West and the Good Witch. And it's more about their story in the, the play. But both are good. And both in both of them, the whole idea of Wicked is, is someone born Wicked or do they have wickedness thrust upon them? that's like the quote or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean so it's she's not born evil guys just so you know spoiler alert like anyone is <laughs> i know but i'm saying like it's all about you know she had a mm. lot of she it's hard being green as yeah. kermit would say it's not easy <laughs> being green <laughs> yeah um there's also a mini series tin man love it which is really great it's excellent it's very different with Zoe than like a retelling of a fairy tale. It's very um, it's complete retelling of yeah. a different world. They they take the kernel of the idea, but it's totally different. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's like the scarecrow character, and kind and of it, they replace those kind of characters with things very different. Yes, but still those kind of mm-hmm. archetypes interactions. I will recommend you watch that. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's miniseries, it's, like, two or three things. Yeah. I think it's... I think three. it's it's three. And three, Alice is two. two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's really good. And the witch in that is actually... Do I spoil it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you learn about where the... Who this wicked witch is. Yeah. And why she's doing what she's doing. And it's not just... It's not what you think It's very different from anything you would think. Yeah. yeah. It's really... It's great. Really... Yeah, it's just really good. Oh my god, we're just going to talk about <laughs> okay. I also recently watched um, Oz the Great and Powerful, which I've never is the most seen recent. that one. With um, uh, Franco gonna... and Kunis. 
Yeah, James Franco really bothers me. Um, I'm not gonna like recommend it really. If you like Wizard of Oz stories, then like go ahead. Interesting to see like the wizard story, how he got there. Um, and there is about like the story is kind of about how the green wicked witch of the east came to be. She was a good witch, and he like was mean to her, and she changed. Kind of. Gotcha. I was just thinking of something horrible I read about that. Um, I'll tell you after. Alice in Wonderland? Alice in Wonderland. Again, so many incarnations of Alice in Wonderland. And yet no one has taken it from a different view than Alice. No, it's all about Alice It's just literally like retelling, and to the point that I'm kind of like, can we do something different with Alice in Wonderland, for God's sakes? And can we please do something that is more accurate to the books? Because there are two books with two They're different separate, worlds. Separate stories, guys. There's Wonderland that she goes to the first time, which has the Queen of Hearts and cards, mm-hmm. the card suits, or what is the people in that. And then in the second one, she goes into Looking Glass Land, where there's chess people, players, and that's the system. So it kind of bugs me when they mix different it Different games, guys. But <laughs> sometimes it's but also can... like, yeah, let's include all these cool things in one movie. That's okay, but... I would really like to see the perspective of literally any other character in Wonderland. I want to know. Or just anything in Wonderland. Like Why the Mad Hatter is mad. What drove him mad? Well, it's the hat. Is it? Well, yeah, that's why he's the Mad Hatter, because the Hatters weren't mad. Because of Mercury. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, <laughs> I mean, like, in a fairy tale, it would not just be the Mercury. <laughs> what? A fairy Mercury. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would love a movie that's just like Wonderland, even without Alice. Yeah, I agree. So much going on. Well, in there. we like Wonder. I mean, Halloween. It's <laughs> like your like, birthday. Party. Yeah, I was Queen of Hearts. I was the Mad Hatter. <laughs> yeah, I really like yeah. Wonderland. It's my fa- it's my favorite of the magical lands. I think Wonderland and Oz are pretty neck and neck. Yeah, Oz is cool too. The roads are all yellow and shit. Or one of them's yellow. <laughs> I have all the Oz books, because uh, there's actually 15 There's a lot of them, them, yeah. And I have them all, and I'm maybe on, like, six or seven <laughs> now, and I've had it for years, because they're, like, kids' stories. It's hard to, like, dive in and yeah. read it. But, yeah, it's so much fun to read all these stories of, like, some of the characters you know, and some are different. Yeah. Um, we're just going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> um... Last but not least, Peter Pan. Yeah. There's been Hook. That wasn't really about Hook. It was though. not about Hook. It was about Peter Pan. It was just a different yeah. telling of it. Um, I'm not a big Peter Pan. I will fully admit it's one of my least favorite. I just, I don't know. I don't love it I either. don't love it. It's, I don't, it I doesn't care. appeal to me as much. I mean, like, I get it. Flying is cool. Yeah, um, in the miniseries Neverland, which is also by Nick Willing, who did the Tin Man. I haven't Tin seen Man. that one yet, so don't give away too much, because I will watch it. Okay, good. You should watch it. It's just as good as Tin Man. Um, but basically, in that one, it is kind of the origin story of pa- Peter Pan and the Lost Boys and Captain Hook and how they got to Neverland. And his story is basically he's a greedy scumbag. Yeah. Like, that's really, pretty I don't, much what I would expect. I don't want to know more about him. <laughs> Peter Pan. (laughs) 
So, basically, we really love fairy tales. In case you didn't get that from this <laughs> overly long podcast about fairy tales. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're, just, they're fun. They're just, the worlds can be so much uh, more interesting and mm-hmm. full. It's like I said, they're so actually simple, the original text, whatever kind of original version you get. There is no really original version because... They're tales told. Yeah. Like, at some point, were, someone wrote it down. We're just originally, by... it was oral history that was mm-hmm. passed, yeah. So, it's somewhere like the Brothers Grimm or somebody wrote down, like, the earliest copy we have. But, like I so said, they're just very plain and there's so much you can do with them. And then, like, Oz and Wonderland are not fairy tales. They have very specific stuff because they're yes. books, but... I mean, Oz especially, there's a million stories that you could recreate. Yeah. And the world of Wonderland and Looking Glass Land, there's so much there that you don't get to dive into. There's so much to go into. It's the, they're the coolest ones. I think I will never get sick of, like, fairy tale movies. I don't... As long as they keep doing something new. If it's, Yeah, like, if it's just the, the same, same thing over and over, eventually I'll be like, I get it. Cinderella gets a pretty dress. <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't seen the new Cinderella Neither yet. Neither have I, I but... I was like... It's just going to be Cinderella, but live I'll probably action. watch it at some point. Oh, yeah, I'll watch it. I just wasn't super excited. It, I wasn't it. like, oh, I must go to the theater to see <laughs> Cinderella. Yeah, it takes a lot to get me to pay to go to the cinema. Yes. So it takes less for Cinderella, me. Cinderella, yeah, I, I know. I get the gist. Yeah. But we do, yeah, we love them. And we both, I mean, Ursula. I mean, there's just so much there. Please, please. We just gave you 15 million story ideas. Yeah. Ugh. They have to do that. I mean, if, they are Isn't doing, it the most obvious next one to do? I mean, if you're go, if they're going with the villain thing, like Maleficent, yeah. then yeah. If they're just going with, the, like, the live-action remake. Well, then no, because it's Which they mermaids. are. I don't think Disney is doing it, but somebody is redo- is making a live-action Little Mermaid. But yeah. we specifically want Ursula. Ursula. I, want, I don't care about a live-action. Get on this, watch. Disney. I have no issue watching the Disney movie for my Little Mermaid tale. I want Ursula's story. Yeah. So, yeah. We want that. <laughs> so, you can uh, email us and tell us what your favorite fairy tales are, your favorite reinterpretations of them are. How much do you want an Ursula movie? So much. Give us your Ursula movie ideas. <laughs> Let us know. In the movies podcast at gmail.com. Yep. I got that right. <laughs> uh, and as I said, there's always more on my blog, so you can click the link in the description uh, to the blog post that goes with this, where I write a little bit more, and I always put links to anything we talk about, yep. like movie news and stuff like that. And the Make It Fair video will be in her blog. Definitely. You should watch that. Yes. So... Thank you for listening, and hopefully you guys tune in next episode, which will be our special all movies, all news podcast. And I think a lot of the stuff we're talking about will be not just news that will lose interest. No. We're going to talk about a lot of, like, gender equality and stuff. Yeah. Our favorite topic. In case. (laughs) It's been a lot in the news lately. There's so much. It it came at, like, perfect time for us, to be honest. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye.